0: Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Why Me? I'm your host, Jake. In this episode, I talk about why I started the podcast, the two goals I have for the podcast, and some important reminders to think about before listening. Enjoy. So this story starts probably about two years ago when I was diagnosed with depression right before going to university for the first time. That summer after high school was challenging for me and I didn't really understand why I was feeling sad a lot of the time. When I got to university, the transition was really difficult, but this added layer was that I was having days where I felt really sad and depressed and it wasn't a normal transition to university experience. It got to the point where there were a lot of days where I didn't want to get out of bed and I had a hard time going to my classes and getting my work done. I started seeing a therapist in Kingston, which helped me a lot. And I started doing cognitive behavioral therapy. And by the end of the year, I ended up in a place where I was feeling pretty stable and good about my situation. I got home that summer and I was highly motivated to rid my depression once and for all. It had now been about a year where I was feeling sad and had this sad feeling that was always a part of me. And I just wanted to get rid of it and never feel that way again. So that summer, I did everything that I possibly could to run away effectively from how I was feeling. I did cognitive behavioral therapy. I exercised every day and I meditated. By the end of the summer, I was feeling really strong and excited to go back to university. Then when I got back to university, everything changed. I, the moment that I was back at university, I had the same sadness feeling that I had from first year, and it really caught me by surprise. At this point, I would thought that I would completely rid myself of depression, and when it came back, I felt as if I was a failure, and I was really unsure of myself. The first night back at university was really difficult. I was sad, scared, and I felt really alone. For the next two weeks, these feelings continued, and I didn't know what to do. Up until this point during the summer, I, I had strategies to deal with how I was feeling. But suddenly, when I was back at school... The way I was feeling was too strong and the strategies weren't working. It got to a point where I was so tired and worn down from feeling sad some of the time and then happy that I decided that I had to go home. I knew that I couldn't do this anymore. So I talked to my therapist and we made that decision that I was going to go home for the semester. When I got home... Initially, I tried to convince myself that I wasn't actually struggling with depression and that I was just overreacting to the whole situation. I still hadn't fully accepted what was going on in my head. At first, as I said, I didn't really know what I was doing. But then as time continued, I kept feeling sad And I started to get therapy. I saw a psychiatrist. I started medication. I did a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy. I did yoga. I did meditation. I listened and read about books on various topics. And I spent a lot of time looking after myself and learning about how I was going to get better. This three month period in my life was extremely difficult, challenging, and draining. I can talk about it, but for me to actually go back and relive those moments is really scary. Every day, I would either wake up and I would feel strong, or my depression would overwhelm me. A lot of the times, I felt hopeless and sad, and I didn't know what to do. I was absolutely terrified that this feeling was going to stay with me forever and that I was not going to get rid of it. Over time, I learned, as I learned more about depression, I became aware of the way that it made you feel, and I started to label the way that I was feeling. It was as if I had this other voice or person inside me, And I was able to be aware of that person as a separate identity from me, if that makes any sense. So I learned through this to ignore and live with this sad person who is inside me. I talked to numerous people as well who had suffered. Some gave me a lot of hope. Others didn't. But I learned from them what strategies had worked for them. And how they had gotten through it. Eventually, I started to feel a lot stronger, and January rolled around where I was set to go back to university. I was terrified to go back to university. There were multiple times during the fall where I just thought I couldn't, I needed to stay home. But I did. The first three days were absolutely awful. I was anxious. Almost the whole day, I felt awful, I felt alone, and I felt sad. After all the progress that I had made, I was terrified that it was all just going down the drain. But I had put so much work into learning about depression, and I knew what to do now. I started exercising again. I went to yoga every single day that first week. I spent more time with my friends and spent less time by myself in my head. I got up my cognitive behavioral therapy. I called home when I needed to. And I also had a calendar in my room where I would cross off days until I was going home. Eventually, after only about four days, I started feeling good. And this was such an amazing feeling. Eventually, the semester actually ended up going really well. Of course, I still had days where my friend, my depression, was there. But I wasn't scared of it anymore. I knew how to live with it. And I knew what to do when it was there. I didn't listen to what it was telling me. And so it was a comfortable feeling that I'd gotten used to. And I knew what to do. There were also many moments last semester where I felt this overwhelming feeling of gratitude for the time that I had taken to take care of myself. And this was such a nice feeling. It was reiterating the idea that I made the right decision, which I wasn't always sure of. Now it's the summer after second year, and I'm doing really well. As I said, of course, there are still days where I'm feeling sad or depressed or when I get anxious, but I'm not uncomfortable with those feelings, and I know what to do when those situations arise. This summer, I found a healthy way of living with what I'm going through and not running away from it. Looking back a year, looking in my, I don't know how to year from now, looking in the past year, I have learned and grown so much and I can honestly say that I would not be the person that I am today if I hadn't gone through that experience. While I was in the middle of it, it was hard to see anything good that could come out of such a sad and challenging experience. But looking back now, there's a couple of positive things that came out of it. First off, It brought me closer to my friends and family. Everyone really rallied around me and supported me. And I so appreciated that. Second of all, it gave me a new appreciation for life. I've learned to appreciate the little things in life, but also appreciate really happy times. And finally, it gave me the ability to help others. When I went back to school, I decided that I wanted to be really open and vocal about the decision I made. And so a lot of people were able to reach out to me and ask for advice. And I enjoyed helping them and offering some ideas and strategies that I learned. As I reflect back now on everything that I've been through, I realize that I have this special opportunity to share what I learned in all the conversations I'd had last fall in the hopes that it will help others. So, that's the long answer for why I started this podcast. So, what is the goal of this podcast? This podcast has two goals. The first goal is to give listeners hope that they can overcome whatever they are dealing with in their lives. And I'm going to do this by interviewing guests who have overcome adversity and different challenges. The second goal is to help listeners cultivate a healthy mental well being. And I'm going to do this by sharing ideas and strategies that I've come across in my journey that have been helpful. Before listening to this podcast, I wanted to point out four important things. First, this is not a replacement for therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy, medication, and all different forms of therapy are so important and this cannot replace them. So please don't think that just because you listen to this podcast, you can stop taking your medication or going to your therapy sessions. This is simply meant to share different ideas and strategies that I've come across. Second, not everyone is going to benefit from the ideas that I've shared. My experience with mental illness has been shaped by depression and anxiety, but there are so many other types of mental illnesses out there, such as bipolar disorder, eating disorders, schizophrenia, and OCD. Because of my own experience, this podcast is going to focus more on depression anxiety, as well as day-to-day challenges and adversity that people endure. So not everyone is going to benefit from the ideas that I'm sharing. And so I just wanted to make that clear. Third, my hope is that even people without a mental illness can benefit from listening. The reality is that in life, everyone is going to face adversity, suffer through different challenges, and some of the ideas that I share hopefully can help with that finally I'm not an expert I'm a university student I'm still learning a lot every day as I read more books on this topic and talk to more people and so I hope that this is also a learning experience for me if you have any ideas or would like to chat please feel free to reach out because I would love to make this an open discussion for me as well I hope that not only can I share my ideas, but that I can learn from the listeners as well. So that wraps up episode number one. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to continuing this podcast journey with all of you. Thank you so much for listening.